Well, Eric. Hey, Kevin. Merry Christmas and almost Happy New Year. Yeah, Merry Christmas and almost Happy New Year, too. We're sitting in my living room today, uh, tonight, I guess I would say, and we have a Christmas tree, the fire going, stockings hung with care, and uh, just beautiful. The nativity scene right here. Yeah, and the stockings were hung with care in the hope that St. Nicholas would soon be here yeah, to punch Arius in the face. <laughs> Wait, is that how the song goes? No. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Church history story for another time. <laughs> okay, seriously, if you, in your own spare time, just Google St. Nicholas Punches Arius memes. You, there will be no end to the memes you'll find online. It's They're pretty funny. Oh my gosh. Irrelevant to our discussion at hand. So Eric, one question we've gotten several times, and we've actually never devoted time to because we just, when we started the show, we just kind of went right into it instead yeah. of having an introduction show. Mm-hmm. The title of our show is I Love Slash Hate When You're Right, and we've never given an explanation for that one. Yeah, so we'll do a mini episode on that. Um, we'll do as many as we can go mini. Yeah, right. We will, we will aim for brevity and probably fail, but we'll try our best. When did you and I start kind of having a standing time with our families where we would have dinner together? Like, do you remember when oh, we started? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, doing the math in my head. That would have been it. What it started was it was Thanksgiving 2016. 16, wow. I was on think I that's when I had started putting my toe in the water of substitute teaching, yeah. and that was my first year serving in high school ministry when you okay. were at that point the high school pastor. Yeah. And I just randomly texted you like, "Hey, are you free for lunch today?" Yeah, and you just texted back saying. Uh, actually, I just had someone cancel on me, so come on over. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, should I bring lunch? And you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> so that was, at that point, it was Panera Bread. Okay, okay. But I kind of, that set up the tradition. Yeah. And then I remember when 2017 rolled around. Um, for, for summer of 2017, I... We both learned that we were huge fans of Indian food. Mm-hmm. So that's when I offered, well, how about I come over and bring Indian food? Mm-hmm. And then that turned into, oh, and then Thanksgiving, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into then the summer. Then I think by the time we did it, the second summer, that was just our established pattern. Mm, sweet. Yeah. And I think in those meetings, and then we'd have you over random times for dinner. Oh, of whatever. course. Or you'd invite me when, the ki- when uh, your wife and daughter were out of town. That's and- right. We'd have a guy's night. And we would just start talking about so many issues. And we both love Jesus. We both love history, love American history, world history, church history. Um, And we would just start talking about the matters of the day. And you would land on one aspect of it. I would land sometimes on the opposite. Mm -hmm. And we'd be like, well, let's see how it works out. (laughs) And I think one of them was like the Supreme Court and all this type of stuff. That was where we, that's where we actually got the title from. So the the mentality and the, 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 um, oh, what's the, what do you call that? The um, chemistry between us had already been there. But the thing that encapsulated it specifically was you had made a comment about, uh, I believe it was Chief Justice Roberts. Yeah, I think so. Where he was like, yeah, he always does X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, an article came out. And you up, said, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I'd lo- and I was being the, I was being the hopeless, the, you know, the pitiful optimist. I'm like, I think it's going to go this way. Yeah. And then an article comes out a couple weeks later where 
guess what? Chief uh, Justice Robert did X, Y, and Z. And I texted you saying, I hate when you're right. And then you texted me back, I hate when I'm right too. Yes, I hate when I'm right too. And I hated being right But then I remember a couple weeks later, I think it was now on the more positive end yeah. and it was something you had predicted. And I was like, I love when you're right. Yeah, I think we've done that now since that, where you would get something right. I would write back, I love when you're right. And I don't know we've done that many times now. So I think yeah. we, we took that first aspect of with the Chief John Roberts, the Supreme Court, and then just now that's been kind of a pattern in our discussions. Like sometimes, most not, a lot of times we'll land in the same spot. Yeah. But when we don't, it's kind of like if it's bad, I, 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 I hate when you're right. But when it's good and I want it to be right, I love it. So, yeah, that's yeah, where it and, came and it from. Can, and it could be in various things. It could be in politics. It could be in just ministry-related yeah, things. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of become that's kind of become our thing, which, again, yeah. shows the respect we have for each other, that we actually listen to the other person and we understand where the disagreement mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And we have in the back of our mind because we're willing to change our minds. Sure, sure. Well, I think it's because ultimately we respect each other. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're when you say something, I know that you've thought about it. I know that you have a lot of thinking and reading done before you make a statement. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt when he says things. So I think that's where it comes from. So we enjoy right. that. Now, I think that's it on that, right? Mini episode, but we do want to talk about, since it is our last episode of the 2022 year, Yeah, because we'll drop this one last, mm-hmm. um, you wanted to bring up some things you're most thankful for. Yeah, what am I most thankful for in 2022? Um, I would say, I mean, other than Top Gun Maverick, I mean, but no, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. what am I most thankful for from 2022? Um I mean, okay, I'll start with the obvious one. You and this podcast, hmm. because again, I just, I think it's really, you have been one of my most treasured ministry partners and friends hmm, for now that. many years now. So I just think it's really cool to have that now set in stone. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real gift. And I've really enjoyed the time coming over and just talking about mm-hmm. these. Um, yeah. It's, it's a gift. So that's one thing I'm really thankful for. I would say 2022 was a year where the Lord exposed a lot of sin in my life Mm. um, just because of um, it was both a combination of work pressures, ministry pressures, Mm. and I discovered I was placing my hope and comfort in the wrong areas. Mm. And shocker, when you put your feet on something that's not the solid rock of Christ, you eventually you are eventually shown Mm. in God's divine mercy that that was the wrong place to be. Mm. So I appreciate the Lord in very painful ways sometimes showing me sin I had. Mm. Um, I would say I'm more in love with him Mm. and his word and more desiring to be disciplined in the the little things. Hmm. So I guess that's, I guess if I had to look back on 2022, I would say this was the year where I realized it's about the little things, not the big things. Hmm. Um, And then lastly, um, if any of, I know that Austin is a huge listener of this show. (laughs) (laughs) He always makes fun of me too, where he'll like in our, in my, in my high, in our high school discipleship group, he'd be like, Oh Yeah. Like you said in the podcast, I was like, yeah, like I said in the podcast, Austin. So this is a shout out to Austin. Um, I really just, I've really been very encouraged by the ministry the Lord has me in right now in the church with the high school ministry. It's been a really sweet year, both in terms of, 
again, with the sanctification, learning how to be more effective in that. Mm. And by effective, I don't mean in a cold, calculating way. I mean in how I relate to people mm. and how to better love people. Mm. Um, I think just learning to be more empathetic, mm. learning to be more patient mm. and not... I mean, you do wonder, when you want instant change out of someone, I think we are now breaking... Peter's commanded dads to not exasperate their children. Mm. Obviously, I'm not their father, but I think it's still the same concept. Where it's like, mm. Kevin, why did you need to? Why do you need to constantly bring that up with the student? You already had one really good conversation with mm. them about it. Now, just love them mm. and make clear that you care about them. Mm. You don't have to keep constantly bringing that up. Just pray. Mm. And I think this year has shown time and time again when you just kind of ease off. You've shown you're empathetic. And you show you really care about them. Look what the Lord often does. And yeah. specifically, I'm also just really thankful for the kids, the discipleship group kids that I have right now, the junior boys that I've had. I sweet. Just so it's been, they have been honestly some of the greatest sources of joy and happiness mm. these past couple of months. So if you boys are listening, you know I'm talking about you. Mm. Right, Eric, how about you? So sweet. Um, yeah, I, I would say that. Like you, the Lord Jesus Christ yeah, has just been faithful as he always is. So I love him more this year. Thankful for him and uh, being his being his son, being his servant, and uh, look forward to meeting him one day. Amen to that. In, in a different way than we have him here. Um, thankful for my wife. I'm just um, I cannot be more thankful to the Lord for her. Just uh, faithful. Helpmate, uh, she's my biggest encourager. She also challenges me in my sin. Um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for her. In 22 years, uh, we married. Wow. In, what is it? Uh, today's the 20th. 10 days. 10 days. Years. 22 anniversary. Dated four and a half and then married for 22. Four and a half years was way too long. That was just me being dumb. <laughs> Could have been married to her longer. Um, thankful for my daughter. Just love her and just watching God work in her life and how he's molding her into a woman, a young woman who loves him. And so just thankful to see that. I'm thankful for you, brother, as well. You are a encouragement to me. You are a, uh, a gift from the Lord. So very thankful for you. You have been a faithful friend. I would also just point out probably two or three other guys in my life that have been a faithful friend to me this year. And then I am thankful to the Lord for the challenges of working at a new place in a school, in a tough environment. Every day I have to get on my knees and ask God for strength, um, ask him to love children well that are sometimes hard to love, mm-hmm. to be kind. Um, today I had a girl in my class who was just probably the worst girl in the school and um, site safety Kennedy collector because <laughs> she was in trouble about something. I'm not sure what was going on. And uh, she got up and started screaming at them. So I just asked them to leave the room, the site safety. I walked over to her desk and I said, come on, come on, you can do better. Let me grab your backpack and I'll help, I'll help serve you this way and we'll walk out together. Mm-hmm. And she got up and followed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's a minor miracle. So just seeing the Lord's faithfulness and kindness to see that it does matter that you have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And um, I just pray these kids would know him. That's my ultimate goal. But just so thankful for that challenge and thankful to see him working in various ways. So 
thankful for this podcast too. I love this. This yeah. is so much fun. It is fun. This looking is forward fun. to another year. Yeah. And we keep look got many topics we're looking forward to getting to. Yeah, we appreciate all of you. And I guess I would say one last thing, and I know you feel the same way. Yeah. The the people that do listen to us. I know my mom listens to us. Um <laughs> <laughs> Austin, Austin listens Austin. to us. Yeah, Andy, um, Sandy. Yeah, but just just your f- kind comments to us. Yeah, we really appreciate. That's it. really sweet, and it's nice. We would do it no matter if nobody, anybody listened to us or not. But uh, it's nice to know that a few people do. So well said. All right. Let me conclude by reading this. Just in light of the Christmas season, this is one of my this is my favorite quote about Christmas. It's from Tim Keller's book Hidden Christmas. Which take this as our book recommendation for this short little podcast. Christmas does not say, cheer up. If we all pull together, we can make the world a better place. The Bible never counsels indifference to the forces of darkness, only resistance, but it supports no illusion that we can defeat them. Christianity does not agree with the optimistic thinkers who say, we can fix things if we try hard enough. Nor does Christianity agree with the pessimist who sees only a dystopian future. The message of Christianity is instead... Things really are this bad, and we can't heal or save ourselves. Things really are this dark. Nevertheless, there is hope. The Christmas message is that, quote, on those living in the land of shadow, a light has dawned. Notice that it doesn't say from the world a light has sprung, but upon the world a light has dawned. It has come from outside. There is light outside of this world, and Jesus has brought that light to save us. Indeed, he is the light. Hmm. End quote. Amen and Merry Christmas. Amen and Merry Christmas.